0: Welcome to the first episode of I'm Not Fine podcast. Um, yeah, it's Emma and Meg here. And I guess we're we using this episode to introduce ourselves, um, what we're going to need to be talking about over 2021 and why we started this podcast.
1: We'll let you know what we're planning on bringing to this space. Um, yeah, so I guess to start, I'm Meg. I'm... A biomedical engineer um,
0: and my co-host is <laughs> Emma um, I am an arts law student and I have been studying for an incredibly long amount of time uh, one day I hope to finish and we are coming to you from our bathroom floor has the best acoustics and no tram sounds. Yeah. So we actually met in hospital last year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And now we're living together, which is great. It is great. Yeah. It's not
1: the most common outcome of a psych hospital, but <laughs> it's been very good so we're far. we making it work.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess we, we met in hospital um, because we both have eating disorders. Uh, we have different trajectories and different uh, stages of diagnosis and all of that sort of stuff that we'll talk a bit more about next time when we consider um, how eating disorders don't discriminate.
1: Yes, which is a very exciting first topic that we have. And very necessary. Very necessary. Um, Especially one of our big focuses for this podcast is that not every eating disorder is the same. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And, yeah, everybody's looks different, everybody's path into, with their illness and then into recovery is different.
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah, um, jumping on from that, every sort of treatment mode should be somewhat catered to the person involved because we all need very different things in life <laughs> broadly but also in mental health treatment. So there shouldn't be one size fits all because there is definitely not one size to an eating disorder. Definitely not.
1: And on the topic of treatment, we come with a very loud disclaimer that we are not professionals. At all. We do not claim to be professionals. We're just two people with lived experience, and I think we're in the very fortunate position where we can talk about our illnesses. And I think I feel like we're in a position where we can help people. So we're just aiming to be another resource for people with eating disorders or people that know people with eating disorders care for people with eating disorders um, we will touch on other mental illnesses as well because we both do have experience with other illnesses but we're largely going to be a resource for the eating disorder community
0: yeah and yeah as Mike was saying um, people who care for eating disorders it is very much a family illness or a partner illness like you don't experience an eating disorder in a vacuum so hopefully at some point in time we'll get a few perspectives from carers and um, yeah, see how you as a loved one can help somebody with an eating disorder and the ways forward because I think especially this past year um, lockdown and restrictions have made restrictions within mental health.
1: Yeah, it's made them very obvious where there's some downfalls and also, people have had to adapt and maybe care for loved ones in a different way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so we're, again, lucky that we have different perspectives on that too. M was living at home with her parents during most of lockdown until we moved out together in Stage 4, which... Was a time. It was a time. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> um, and my family are all in Queensland, so I wasn't able to see them for 10 months. Which and has it's been so hard. So hard. But it was also hard for them knowing that their role in caring for me to an extent had changed. Um, So we're hoping to get both of our mums on at some stage. I don't think we've told them that yet. We haven't told them, so (laughs) surprise. Hi, Mum. You're coming on the (laughs) podcast. Um, Yeah, we're hoping to get them on at some stage to share their experience because... Even though it was incredibly hard for both of us, we can't imagine what it's like to be on okay. the outside looking in.
0: No, it's sort of, I think an eating disorder especially, it's one of those illnesses you look in from an outsider's perspective and you feel like you're banging your head against a wall. Like yeah. it, it really, I've talked to my mum and I know you've talked to your mum about how helpless people feel because it's just an all-consuming illness that makes every sort of outside help very muffled I
1: think. yeah and there are times when you know that they love you and they want to help you but it's literally the last thing in the world that you want yeah that anger it's yeah it's so disillusioning because you don't want to do anything to put off your parents or loved ones yeah but The same time you don't want to
0: accept what they're trying to tell you, no. And sometimes when they push, you push back harder. Like, I remember when you were eating a sandwich and your mum said (laughs) to finish it, and you were just like, No, that's it, I'm done.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I wasn't like five when that (laughs) happened, that was last year.
0: Uh Um, Yes. So those are some of the topics, I guess, to begin with. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about how eating disorders don't discriminate, but then looking beyond that, how the medical community or society at large does discriminate against eating disorders. So looking at um, misconceptions. Definitely misconceptions. Yeah. Also
1: looking at how some people view, and this is medical professionals as well as society, but some people view certain diagnoses as more severe than other diagnoses or certain presentations of diagnoses as better or worse than other ones. Which
0: is quite frankly, bullshit. Yeah. Um, Which leads us nicely to another thing that is bullshit, which is BMI. So we will definitely be covering that when we look at um, the ways in which society and the medical industry have in the past, really discriminated against um, eating disorders and, as you were saying, sort of the presentations and looking at what we can do better as a society and um, what we need to change because there's a lot. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah.
1: What other topics? Oh, we're going to have a wrap-up at the end of every month. Yeah. And we've already got some stuff in the works for the January wrap-up. Um, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I can't seem to escape it. But talking about COVID
0: kilos. Yes, that it's actually a thing.
1: Yes, people have made it a thing and it's not a
0: thing. <laughs> it really isn't. If you've if the worst thing that's happened throughout a pandemic is that you've gained a bit of weight through lockdown, you're privileged. Yes. You're alive. And if that's the worst thing, hopefully your loved ones are alive too. It's a It's something that just shouldn't be a thing. It's not even pure alliteration because it's a C and a K. So it's not even that fancy.
1: But especially in Melbourne where it was such a tough time, you literally, you just had to do what you could to get through. Exactly. And if that meant eating six times a day, which if you're in recovery, that's a big part of it, (laughs) then if you gained weight and you were on and I don't even know what I'm trying to say. If you gain weight, (laughs) big deal,
0: like you're alive. Exactly. And bodies are smart. But society is not always that smart. So that's something we will be focusing on at the end of next month because this month, are we talking in January? I think we're talking in January. Yeah. This will be coming to you in January. Wonderful. Because this, I don't know, I don't know about you, but this year has felt like 10 years long. Absolutely. So it does Absolutely. feel like we're doing December for about the fifth time now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is that that's sort of what we Yeah, were, That's about it. Yeah. Um, I guess just in terms of reaching out, like our Instagram page um, is hopefully pretty accessible. Um, love for you to have a look at it. Um, we'll be posting throughout the week, sort of um, memes or quotes that we find relatable on our story, and then. Yeah, we'll be posting episodes and um, quotes or things that we've found useful within the episode onto our Instagram page. So definitely check us out there.
1: We'll also be pretty responsive on message if anyone has anything they want to tell
0: us. Yeah, we'd love any any feedback or input. Um, I am surprisingly for the first time ever in a few years not studying crit-deferred exams, so I do actually have a bit of time um, so you would be doing me a favour if you message because that will give me something to do.
1: Yeah, that's that's our intro episode done, I think. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully we covered everything we wanted to cover.
0: Yeah. Um, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this. And for being interested in what we have to say because um, it's something we're both really passionate about. Right, yeah, we're passionate about. We're very excited about this podcast. So we hope
1: that you guys are engaged and enjoy it as much as we have
0: yeah cool thank you see you next week